Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your erstwhile host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. Happy December 2nd, 2019. More importantly, the happy business of Popping Corn Day. I know that's of great excitement to everybody. It is indeed the business of Popping Corn Day. Of course, we are in the business of making you money with your sports picks. And today, the show jam-packed. As always, Craig El Wapo Trap joining us. NFL and college football opening line reports. Lots to get to after a big weekend of upsets in the NFL. Uh, let's talk about those opening lines. Uh, then the Duffman will come, I promise. Joe Duffman Duffy is coming for college football and college basketball. Utah, Oregon, Baylor, Oklahoma. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm choking to death here. Must be too much turkey. And Michigan at Louisville. And finally... Our very own Higgy Smalls, Sean Higgs, comes along into the show uh, to bring us Mavs at Pelicans, Lakers at Nuggets, Blazers at Clippers, and, if you're lucky, a smattering of Monday night football. Here's how it works. You watch the show or you listen to the show. But if you want to comment and be a part of that show, this show, all you have to do is go online to our social media and fill in the comment section, and we will see it here on our screen. And our magnificent producer, Andrew, will do his very best to put that question comment or suggestion up on the screen and we will bring you into the show provided it is not too rude some rude as we say every week is okay especially this holiday season just try to check yourself before you wreck yourself you know what i mean and if you should miss any of the picks on this show a couple of programming notes you can always find replays on youtube twitter facebook and on our podcast at the believe podcast network b-l-e-a-v and if you want more picks than what we give out in this show, and we give out a ton, there are even more picks at our website, picksandparlays.net. And of course, our expert handicappers, of which we're going to have three on the show today. We have about another 32 on the site. Everything from soccer to NFL to NHL, you name it, we've got it. College basketball, college football, we have it all. Go to picksandparlays.net. And when you're ready... Our expert picks are there for you to give you just that extra edge. All right, I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back with Shaw, with Craig El Wapo Trap. I'm getting confused here. We're going to talk NFL and college football opening lines. Welcome back, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Geber. Well, I promised before the break. By the way, yes, Twitter. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Geber. Before the break, I promised I would bring Craig El Wapo Trap, and he is indeed... El Huapo, to talk some NFL opening lines and some college football opening lines. Craig, well, we've got a lot to do after a an eventful weekend in the NFL. Let's get to it because we've got an awful lot N to do. Nine NFL line moves this week. Big. Nine. Big. Yeah. Very, very busy. Let's start, shall we, with the 10-2 and two Ravens against the 9-3 Bills. Um, the Bills are the best team in the NFL for covering the spread. They're 8-3-1. and one. 
Uh, the Ravens, the hottest team in the NFL. This one opened at minus seven. Where are we now on it? Yeah, Baltimore five and a half here. I, I think this one's going to even move uh, maybe uh, back up a little, I think, because I just think the Ravens, even though they, lost, they didn't cover the spread this week, they continued their hot streak. Um, yes, the Bills have been great against the spread, but a lot of people have kind of been uh, sweat, you know, like ignoring the Bills. And, of course, the Ravens are going to be a huge public team. In fact, they just became the odds favorite to win the Super Bowl after this past week. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Great performance. Uh, let's go. Broncos at Texans. Four, four and eight for the Broncos. Eight and four for the Texans. Great, great win uh, this weekend for the Texans. Uh, the Texans seem to struggle to cover the spread when they've been favored by eight or more, which is a really interesting statistic, by the way. Uh, this opened Houston minus seven and a half, and I believe that's uh, widened a little bit, right? Yeah, all the way up to nine and a half, and I see a lot of action on this, so I expect this to probably go to the key number of ten. Texans, of course, uh, after you beat the Patriots, a lot of people give you a lot of respect, and I think they're going to continue to get that. At least Denver is coming off a win at home in overtime, uh, big division win against the Chargers. All right, next up, uh, the Bengals, your, your favorite, your boys, 1-11. Finally win a game. <laughs> Finally win a game against 5-7 Browns. Although they were 0-10 on the, uh, the, 10, the last 10 road games for your boys, they are 8-2 against the spread, however, so not all bad. The Browns are 7-3 against the spread in the last 10. This opened uh, minus 10.5, and, and I know you're celebrating that this is tightened up a bit, right? Good news for you. Well, Cleveland, of course, disappointing win uh, or loss at uh, another rival against the Steelers last week. The line goes from 10.5 now. Cleveland only favored by 8.5. Uh, Browns team is obviously huge disappointment this year, but uh, Battle of Ohio here. Battle of Ohio. All right. Um, what do we got next? Panthers 5-7 and seven against 3-9 and nine Falcons. Uh, the Panthers are 1-7, and seven, both straight up and against the spread. Atlanta, that uh, was at minus one favorites, and I believe now they're a bit more. Yeah, favored by two and a half, which is a little surprising. Atlanta did not look good on, uh, of course, Thanksgiving night. Um, but Panthers have been really bad the last three weeks. A lose to the Redskins. So yeah. anytime you lose to the Redskins, I can see the line move here. I would imagine this line will move to the key number of three very shortly. All right, uh, three and nine Dolphins. Dolphins against the four and eight Jets. The Dolphins have won uh, six of the past seven against the Jets. So uh, this line did open, though. Jets, big favorites at uh, minus seven and a half, but tightened up a bit, Craig. Yeah, all the way to five and a half. Uh, you know, this Dolphins team, well, first of all, the Jets are the first team to lose to two 0 and 8 or more teams in the same season. So, of course, with the Jets losing to the Bengals last week and earlier this year losing to the 0 and 8 Dolphins. So, I expect the, the Jets to come out a little motivated here for the little respect. And this line, um, kind of surprised it went down to this five and a half number. Uh, this guy comments on our Twitter. Uh, or is it uh, on our YouTube? I love his name. Nonsense is irrelevant. What yeah. a great name. Maybe maybe I'll give someone that nickname. All right. Next up, the uh, what do we have next? Colts six and six against the five and seven Bucks. Uh, Colts have gone twelve and four against the spread in the last sixteen versus the NFC. This opened Tampa Bay minus one and has widened. Craig. Tampa Bay was really good this past week. One of my best plays. I, I like them again this week. I think Tampa Bay is all the way up to three here. I think that's a strong number uh, for for good reason. This Bucks team, when they don't turn the ball over, are very good. Finally, Jameis Winston is not turning the ball over. All right. Uh, finally, well, two more, uh, three more games, starting with uh, Chip Cherubis' favorite San Diego, now L.A. Chargers, although Chip still calls them the San Diego Chargers. Uh, they're 4-8 and eight against the 4-8 Jags. Jags have been a disaster since their trip to London. Uh, they've lost four straight. They haven't covered any of those, Craig. And I'm wondering, too much time in the pub after the game? <laughs> well, the Chargers haven't been any better. So, I mean, the Chargers uh, had everything to play for. 
Uh, obviously, they had to probably win out and lose at Denver in overtime. Chargers open up at one. Line is three now. Both of these teams headed in the wrong direction. All right, Steelers 7-5 against the 3-8-1 Cardinals. Uh, this was a pick and has now moved to the uh, Steelers as favorites. Two and a half points, I think, right? Kind of a little surprising. Even though the Cardinals didn't look good last week, they've been really good this year at home. I think the Cardinals are a live underdog here. I think the Steelers are getting way too much credit uh, beating a Browns team that we all said have not been very good. And finally, in the NFL, our very own Chelsea Messengers, beloved Tennessee Titans 7-5 against 6-6 six six Raiders. Uh, this one also opened up a pick and has moved to... Uh, uh, the Tennessee is the favorites. Yeah, interesting. Since, uh, the uh, visiting team since Tannehill's uh, come over yeah. and taken over uh, for Mariota, they've been a different team. I like this Titans defense. I like this when they don't turn the ball over. They're going to be a tough team to beat against a Raiders team that's the last few weeks kind of back to where we kind of expected for them. All right, Craig. Just a couple of minutes left. We have some college football opening lines. Of course, uh, the championship games are upon us. Yep. Uh, let's go down the list. Let's start with the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, UCLA versus UCLA. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, oh, Oregon versus Utah. Uh, Utah were four and a half points favorites, and I believe that has widened. Yeah, I mean, obviously with Oregon losing a few weeks back, Utah now is the only hope for the Pac-12 to get to the uh, to playoffs. Utah needs to win and win impressively. I think that's a lot why the line has moved, although Utah has been very good. Utah is now minus 6.5. So as long as it stays off that key number 7, I don't think it really matters between 4.5 and 6.5. And All right, uh, Miami of Ohio against Central Michigan. Uh, Central Michigan were 4.5-point favorites. Where's that now? Yeah, MAC championship here. Uh, you see Central Michigan now at 6.5. Kind of surprising. I, just, I was not impressed with the Central Michigan team most of the year. They did come on strong at the end of the year. I think Miami of Ohio, I think, is a live underdog in this spot. All right, uh, Louisville at uh, App State. App State were three-and-a-half-point favorites, and they just became much bigger favorites. Yeah, six-and-a-half. This one moved all the way up to uh, this Louisiana team's pretty good, though. I I, I think uh, Louisiana's a live dog here. App State's been very good for the last, what, three or four years. Um, but I just think this Louisiana team is going to keep – I think it's going to be a field goal-type game. So as long as you get it above that three-and-a-half original number, I still like it. All right, Georgia versus LSU. LSU were minus four favorites. Where are we on that one? Well, they're all the way up to seven here, and, and I think deserving favorites. LSU has played one of the toughest teams, uh, toughest schedules in the country and been impressive in doing so. Have, of course, prob most likely, unless something weird happens, he's going to win the Heisman Burrow. So I like LSU uh, in this spot. I, I, I would be surprised if this number doesn't even come off the key number of seven. By the way, John Latas uh, talks to us on Facebook talking, about, I believe, about Monday Night Football. And he says, just sit back and relax tonight, guys. Enjoy the games. And, and we have to agree with this. Sometimes no bet, Craig, is the right bet. I like this one a lot. To I know you do. <laughs> well, <we're gonna laughs> get to that. Maybe for John, yeah. but not for you. Not for All me. right, uh, Wisconsin at, uh, versus Ohio State. Um, Ohio State, whew, big favorites, but tightened a little bit. Yeah, Ohio State opened at 18, all the way down to 16. Remember the opening matchup? Ohio State dominated that game. Now the rematch here, of course, on a neutral site. I, you know, I don't know. Ohio State has been yeah. so impressive coming off a big impressive win against rival Michigan. All right, and finally, we have Virginia versus Clemson. Clemson were 24-and-a-half-point favorites. They're now 324-and-a-half-point <laughs> favorites. Not quite that much, but it has opened yeah, up quite a bit. Yeah, 28-and-a-half, so it went across that key number of 28 uh, for deserving reason. Those Clemson teams continue to get better. The only real team in the ACC this year. Uh, they're going to win this game. It's just a matter. They need to win and win impressively, though. I think they want uh, to make sure they get the two uh, the two seed here. Uh, the two, I guess it doesn't really matter, the two or three seed, but I think it's uh, uh, deserving if they get the two seed here, of course, last year's national champion. 
All right. Well, Craig, uh, what do we have up on picks and parlays right now? Do we have any specials? Well, the last day of the 15% off promo code TURKEY, so you can lose that last day of the turkey And just about the last code. day that, that you've got to eat the turkey out of yeah. the fridge before it starts to get a little green. So right. <laughs> last day for the turkey promo on the site, yeah. last day to eat the leftover turkey. Uh, that's 15% off, right? Promo yeah, code 15% turkey. off anything on the site. Um, you know, we'll have uh, some extra special stuff coming up here for bowl season uh, uh, after this weekend's game. So make sure you follow in uh, upcoming week. But uh, a big week. This is a week that you have to be careful because there's a limited schedule college football. And, of course, we got the ACC Big Ten matchup in uh, college basketball starting this week. Tonight, oh, we, we do indeed. All right, folks. Up next, the Duff Man Cometh here on Picks and Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. We'll be covering some uh, college basketball and college football for you. Or should I say college football and college basketball? Don't go anywhere. Loads more right after this. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Just a reminder, we're with you each and every weekday from 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That is 1 p.m. on the left coast. That would be Monday through Friday, just for your clarification. We do hope you'll make us a regular part of your week, and if you'd like to bet on sports, you need to make us a regular part of your week. And just a reminder, visit our website, picksandparlays.net. Tons of free picks, and when you're ready to kick it up a notch, our expert picks are there for you currently. 15% off everything on the site as we, uh, as you eat the remnants of your turkey dinner out of the fridge. Remember, this is the remnants of our 15% off sale. Last day today, promo code TURKEY. Speaking of turkeys, okay, I won't do it. The Duff Man, he doth cometh. And I'm very pleased to welcome to the show one of our favorite handicappers, uh, Joe Duff Man Duffy. Joe, how was your Thanksgiving? And before you say, I'd like to wish you happy National Business of Popping Corn Day. Yes, happy uh, National Business, whatever whatever you said, St. Nick. It's been pretty good, and so people want to jump on at that 15% discount with Joe Duffy's picks. I got Monday Night Football uh, total plus four NBA tonight. It's been a nice run. I think 29 and 15 uh, lately, and we got some good, good advanced analytics up tonight. Well, nice. Well, we have uh, two college football games and a college basketball game to get through today. Uh, let's start with the Pac-12 championship, Duffman. And there has to be a mistake here because I don't see UCLA's name on this list and they're not the favorites. There has to be a problem. I'm wondering if this is bad information. My information tells me it's Utah against Oregon. And from what I understand, Utah 11-1, and 9-3 against the spread Coming off a 45-15 to 15 demolition of Colorado, their only loss was in week four against the Trojans, which just hurts even more, I have to say. Uh, the total has gone over in six of the last seven versus Oregon. That makes it interesting here. For Oregon, 10-2, and 6-6 six and six against the spread. Their last outing was a victory over Oregon State, 24-10. to 10. Two losses only this season. The first one was against uh Auburn that's it and the second one was against Arizona State they're five and two straight up in the last seven over Utah total 51 Utah favorites at six and a half Duffman how do you see this one yeah I double checked I double checked my uh, list twice St. Nick and you're right UCLA is not in this game um, there must be anytime there is mistake. a neutral I know it, it's got to be a mistake well, well I'm going to try to get to the bottom of it next time I'm on I'll have an answer for you as to why. Maybe it's because they suck. But um, Wait a anytime, minute. You're not going to tell me they regressed all the way to the mean? 
Yes, I, I got to be very mean, but say they really have regressed ever since they got rid of Jim Moore Jr., I guess. Not that he was all that <laughs> great of a coach, but uh, they've definitely regressed. Um, anytime there's a neutral game, be it football, be it basketball, always like to look at the travel and find what I like to call a neutral field or a neutral court advantage, whatever the case may be. Not much here. Oregon's got to travel 467 miles. Utah, 589 Look, I agree with everything that Count Trapula said about this game when El Guapo said that he thinks the public is going to bet Utah because they need the style points. I do think there's a pretty good chance this game will hit seven, and I wouldn't be that outrageous if it goes above seven, although usually the bookmakers don't like to go from you know six and a half to seven and a half because they could definitely get middle there. Um, Utah's defense, very good. Uh, they rank only behind Ohio State and Clemson. Meanwhile, they're playing an Oregon team that allowed 41 points the past two weeks, but this is more than taken to account for in the line. I'm not a, a conspiracy theorist per se, but it is amazing how the upsets always work out in these conference championship games for the committee, so they're not being put in uh, tough spots. If there's an upset here, that means that opens the door for the Big 12 to be the undisputed number four if uh, LSU does defeat Georgia, of course, LSU is the favorite in that one. It always seems to work out that way. Um, one of the reasons, one of the supporting things for, for what uh, El Guapo and I both said, 66% of the bets, 77% of the money early, but it's on uh, Utah. I do think this game will probably go to seven. I like Oregon, but I'm going to wait. I'll, I'll take my chances on the line uh, dropping a little bit. I think there's a better chance it's going to go off. If you got to bet it today, I don't think there are any sevens out there. I got plus six and a half, but I say Oregon, but wait on it a little bit. All right. Uh, well, you were mentioning uh, the Big 12 championship game. Uh, we're just wrapping up the slightly smaller 12, the Pac-12 game. Uh, so let's go to the Big 12, shall we? Baylor, Oklahoma. Baylor, 11-1, 8-4 against the spread. They're 8-1 in conference. Their only loss was to Oklahoma, surprisingly enough. This is interesting stuff, isn't it? Uh, they lost 34 to 31. That was three weeks ago. They're six and three against the spread in the last nine versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma, same record, although they're only five and seven against the spread. Uh, they own the tiebreaker due to their win over Baylor, which is somewhat interesting. One loss was an unlikely one, though, when they gave up 48 points to Kansas State. Don't know what happened there. Oklahoma, eight point favorites. Total is 61. A big 12 me to some money, Duffman. I do think we have a little bit of a neutral field advantage here. Baylor's going to be playing in-state, and they're traveling only 82 miles. Oklahoma at uh, 173. I know, you know, they, they do occasionally play in the Jerry Dome, so it's not like, you know, it's it's a huge advantage here. They've certainly played in the state of uh, Texas before and done quite well, but I think it's not totally accounted for in the line when it is a neutral field. Um I found that I did the research. Everyone asks, you know, they, the old cliche, it's really tough to beat a good team two times in the same season. When there is a same uh, season rematch in Division One, it's a 100% split. The loser has covered 31% of the times in history. The winner has covered, the previous winner, that is, has covered 31% has covered 31 times. So it's, it's literally 500. There is no advantage either way betting on a same season revenge, which is pretty rare in college football. And yet, as you said, Baylor, look, they know they can beat Oklahoma. They had that 25 point lead, 28 to three. They don't like to talk about 28 to three point, uh, 28 to three leads here in Atlanta, but Baylor can clearly hang with Oklahoma. 
Now, it is true, they did play a horrible non-conference schedule. I like the underdog here, but I'm a little bit worried. I do agree with that major entity where they always warn you about the uh, trendy dog. So far, the early money, 77% of bets, 82% of the money is on Baylor. The public generally likes to bet favorites, although when you get late in the season, and it's technically a regular season game, but especially in playoffs in any single sport or a conference championship game like this, they tend to like the underdog a little bit more. But when the public is betting on the underdog, that does make me a little bit nervous. But still, despite that, I, I like the underdog here. I think Baylor showed that they can more than hang with this team. And I think an upset is a definite possibility. All right, before we get to our college basketball game, I want to talk about this Baylor-Oklahoma game because I, I want to get some uh, your take on this. So I don't understand why Oklahoma are such big favorites at minus eight on this game. Because I mean, other than the fact that they just beat Baylor. I mean, okay. But they have well, the same record. Uh, Oklahoma gave up 48 points to Kansas. So, you know, Kansas State. So uh, they're showing some weakness. It seems like this is a little extreme, don't you think? Yeah, it is true. Baylor uh, hasn't played a very good non-conference schedule. They played a terrible non-conference schedule. Certainly in the power ratings, Oklahoma's a better team. In the preseason projections, Oklahoma's considered to be the better team. They got more NFL prospects. are considered to be more talented on both sides of the ball. But let's not overlook it. It has a little bit to do with uh, reputation. Oklahoma's yeah. been a powerhouse. Baylor is being completely you know, rebuilt. Now, Matt Rule's done a phenomenal job there after doing a great job at Temple. He might be, you know, an NFL coaching prospect. But I definitely think that uh, these teams are much more evenly matched than the records say. And again, the, the fact that Baylor hung with uh, Oklahoma and almost pulled the upset clearly means they're going to be more than confident. It's not like Oklahoma is going to have any mental advantage over over them. So, yeah, I do think this line is adjusted and has a little bit, not everything to do, but it's got a little bit to do with the uh, respective reputations of each team. Yeah, but reputations usually aren't there actually playing the game. Uh, I always love no, that. No, I, I agree, and that's what we're looking for, bad yeah. perception. That's, that's a lot of my systems exploit perception in teams that are overrated and teams that are underrated. Now, mind you, I'll tell you flat out, it's not like I'm in love with this game. But I do think that the Baylor, yeah, getting the points is really a good value. Yeah, great example this weekend in the Premier League. Everybody bet Man City. Newcastle United got the draw at plus 540. Okay, put that, take that one to the bank. All right, uh, let's go. Michigan versus Louisville. College basketball. Michigan 7-0, 5-2 against the spread. Coming off an 82-64 loss to Gonzaga. They're ranked second in field goals, 10th in three-pointers. Their total has gone over in four of the last five for them on the road. And Louisville, 7-0. and Same record, 3-4 and against the spread, though. Uh, their, la their last outing uh, was a 71-54 win over Western Kentucky. They're 3-6 and six against the spread in the last nine. And the total has gone over in six of the last nine for them. Louisville, five-and-a-half-point favorites here. Total, 141. We got, like, two minutes. Fire away, Duffy. Okay, wow. Um, I know I like to do a lot of uh, system plays here. This is really a schedule maker's um, nightmare for Michigan. Look, they won the battle of uh, Atlanta, battle for Atlanta to beat Iowa State, North Carolina, and Gonzaga. Made the biggest jump in history, going from unranked to number five in one poll. I think number four in another poll. They've only had three days rest. So often we see it when teams play those tournaments and they come back to the U.S., especially on pretty short rest. It's inevitable they're going to have a physical letdown. They're going to have a mental letdown. Louisville playing their first home game is number one. The arena's going to be fired up. Uh, Michigan, look, they lost their top three scores from last year. They had a decent recruiting class, no top 100. 
I think Michigan overachieved. They are overvalued. And like I said, schedule makers nightmare. What an incredibly tough spot for Michigan. I like Louisville. You like Louisville this and uh, under or over or no opinion? Uh, I don't know about I haven't really touched the uh, over or under. I do have a projected total. I don't even think there's official total. I think the total will be about 136. Uh, no, no real opinion yet on the total, but uh, I think I have 141 anything, as a total. Okay. Yeah, I do think Michigan's going to have some very tired legs, and I do think Louisville's going to exploit that. I think that Louisville is going to come out very quickly paced because of Michigan coming back from uh, that tournament. I do expect this game to be pretty high, high uh, tempo. So I would say probably the over. All right, Joe Duffy, always a pleasure. You can find Joe and his picks at picksandparlays.net. If you need expert picks, there's no expert more worth picking than Joe Duffman Duffy. All right, coming up next, Higgy Smalls, Sean Higgs. We've got a lot of stuff to get to, including NBA and some Monday Night Football. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can find us there. Just search Picks and Parlays. And if you want to join the conversation, hashtag Parlay Radio, and we will see what you have to say and bring it into the show. Or you can fill out one of the comment boxes on any one of those social media outlets. Just a program reminder, if you miss any of this show, you can find replays of it right there. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, or you can go to our podcast site at Believe, B-L-E-A-V.com. We hope you will believe in us to steer you right in your sports betting, Jones. And who better to do that than the man that they all love to call Hig Popper, Higgy Smalls himself, Sean Higgs. Let's talk some NBA. Higgy, how are you? How was your Thanksgiving? Pretty good, Nick. Pretty good. How was yours? Uh, it was, quite honestly, wasn't as great as it usually is, but, you know, that's no. fine. I'll get over it. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. It was all right here. We, you know, we had our ham. I was excited for my ham. My wife made this Oreo cheesecake, which was fabulous. Ooh. Put a picture of it on, uh, on Twitter. You should go check it out. It was, she's a great, she's a great cook. So that was a great ending to the day. So how come I wasn't invited? You were, you missed a flight. I don't know oh, what to tell you. That's why. Well, I made the wrong bets, out next time. couldn't afford it. We'll be going, uh, I don't know, when will we be out there? Super Bowl week? I'll see. I'll bring some. I'll, I'll ship it out. I don't you know if I can take that. bring some of that Oreo flight. cheesecake that, with you, and we'll all be good, all right? That is definitely not a carry-on item. I don't think they'll let me. Uh, you're just going to eat it as you wait to board the plane. <laughs> all right, enough of this. Uh, we've got three NBA games to get to today. Uh, let's start with Blazers at Clippers. Uh, Portland eight and two, nine and ten, nine ten and one against the spread. They're on a three-game winning streak, coming off a one hundred seven, one hundred three win over the Bulls. Uh, Nurkic and Collins still out indefinitely. Total's gone under in four of the last six for Portland. For the Clips, they're third in the West, twelve and one at home, which is a great home record. Jermichael Green adds to the injury list, and the total's gone over in four of the last six. I got two twenty-nine total points on this. Clips eight and a half point favorites. Uh, I want to make some money. So how do I do it with this game, Higgy? Um, one, you'd probably want to stay away from Portland. Basically, the two-man show. You got Lillard McCollum's show there. And I don't know. What has changed since the, the Clippers beat them? I mean, the Clippers beat them, uh, um, was it two weeks ago? How, like November 7th, they, they, they beat them there. I, the I just don't cycle. see. It's, uh, they, L.A. put 150 on Washington the other night. I mean, the Paul George and Kawhi show. Unbelievable. Listen, Clippers are a very good team. 
You know, the, the Lakers are hot. You got the Clippers. Um, the, these guys, man, who? let's be honest. Who thought that these guys were going to be that good? Who thought, again, like last year, Kawhi's going to come in and win a championship game? Guy's unbelievable. He just totally transformed this franchise. But, again, this is a deep roster. I'm going to lay the eight and a half. I, Portland just, I don't think they have enough depth. There's not enough size. These guys, I, I'm not a huge NBA guy. It's like people love their favorite sports. Or you know, I love baseball, college basketball, NFL. Like, I don't do, come out and say, oh, I love NBA and I can't miss the game. This Clipper team, it's just fabulous. I love everybody. I, it is just so deep. You know, you got your, your Beverly's. You got um, – the kid out of Louisville last year, I forgot his name, Hazel, or I can't pronounce his name, whoever he is. It's just the depth, the size. They could do it on both sides. They could come in, shut you down. They'll hold you 89 points one day and say, oh, you want to run with us? We'll drop 150 on you. We don't care. Uh, they can just do it so many ways. Eight and a half, I think, is a gift. I, I'll lay 10 with these guys. I, I don't. I, you kind of want to look at the over and say, ah, it should get over, but I don't know if Portland's going to score 100 points against them. You know, I, I mean, Clippers could easily score, but... Again, they're going to get up 40 at the half. It's going to be one of those typical NBA games. It's a big lead. Maybe Portland gets back into it. But not that we're going to get the proverbial load manager game from uh, George and Kawhi. But, listen, a big lead like that, you can see these guys taking a, a quarter off for sure. But eight and a half, safe number to lay. And the Clippers are just, man, I, I like them a lot. I didn't think they'd be this good right out of the gate. But, you know, they missed uh, – George Orley, he was out a little bit, and Kawhi's been taking some days off, but they haven't missed a beat playing together, these guys. You know, there's no getting to know you. They're just they're just balling out there. I mean, right. I, man, they're just good. I mean, I'm as you can tell, I'm high in the Clippers. They're, they're just a good team. All right, so uh, take the eight and a half on the Clippers. Let's move along. Next yeah. game, let's do Lakers at Nuggets. Speaking of hot teams that are killing it, Lakers 17 and 3, 11 and 9 against the spread. Coming off a, actually coming off a loss that slapped like a 1 million game losing streak, a uh, winning streak. It did. It actually <laughs> snapped a nine game winning streak for the Lakes. Uh, they're top of the West. The total's gone under in all of the last five for the Lakers. Uh, the Nuggets 13 and 4, also a good record, 8 and 1 against the spread. They're also coming off a streak-snapping 97-100 to 100 loss to Sacramento. They're currently second in the West, nipping at the heels. They're 8-2 at home. It's a nice record. The total has gone over in 10 of the last 15 against the Lakers. Uh, favorites here, actually, the home Nuggets, minus 2. Total points, 210. Yeah. You like that minus 2 there, Higgy? Uh, you know, this is a tricky one because I kind of like the Lakers with the plus 2. But on the flip side is, you know, is LeBron playing? You know, they're in off a loss, and I like I liked the Maverick. I, I like the Lakers over the Mavericks. I figured that was the game. The uh, Lakers just say, you know what? We got to beat the new kids on the block. These young guys, uh, Brzingis and Luca, think they're, they're special. Let's LeBron come in here and take over. And they lost that game. So they got a back-to-back spot. They'll be playing in the altitude against the, the, the Jazz after the Nuggets. So where is the, the rest game? Because you know one's coming. You know one's coming. And coming out of Denver, the teams usually get beat up in Utah. So... My, I like the Lakers here simply because I think LeBron's going to play. Him and Anthony Davis are just a, a great combination. As much as, you know, uh, Georgia Leonard have been getting it along pretty well, 17-3 and for Lakers at the door. What a, you know, an influx of energy for LeBron. You know, after a bad year last year, like, oh, the guy looks like he's done this year. He's what? He's at 25-7 and, and 10, 10 assists a game. He's uh, top of his game as always. I just don't think Denver, as much as I like uh, 
Jokic inside, and you know Murray's a nice guard there. I they don't just have enough scoring. I don't think they have enough punch. I, I'm going to take the Lakers here as a small dog, I'm, especially off a loss. I, I, they're eight and one straight up on the road. Listen, throw out the four and three spread record when the line's two. It's basically a pick 'em game. Who do you got to win this game? I'm going to take LeBron and Anthony Davis to get it done here. It's a small dog, maybe a square play, but off a loss, I got to back LeBron here. I got to back back the Lakers. Let's go, LA, get it done here against the Nuggets. Again, I think the Nuggets are just missing a little something on offense. They're just you know a lot more balanced scoring than the Lakers for sure. But I don't know who's the who's their killer guy. You know, I, it's it's no kitchen. I mean, he should be the, the best guy on the team. He's second in scoring. I don't get it. He's got to be more assertive. The guy's a sure. tremendous player, but, you know, I'm going to take the, the small dog here with the Lakers. You're going to take the Lakers. Funny to say the Lakers are yeah. a dog, although, you know, it is in Denver. All right. Uh, it Mavs is. At Pelicans. Yeah. And again, you know, yeah, go ahead. Uh, with the Jazz game, this is the game they got to focus on because the load management's a killer in the NBA now. I mean, we see it. The lines come up late. Everybody who bets NBA know that these players are taking days off now. So you got to kind of watch your spots. All right, uh, one more NBA game. We got Mavs at Pelicans. Dallas are thirteen and six, eleven and eight against the spread, coming off a one fourteen to one hundred win against the Lakers. They did the ones that snapped the losing, the winning streak. I keep saying losing, but it was a nine game winning streak. Uh, they're fourth in the West. They're seven and one against the spread in the last eight. Uh, the Pelicans six and fourteen, nine and eleven against the spread. Derek Favors, uh, Kenrick Williams, there are question marks. Zion Williamson still out indefinitely. They've lost two in a row uh, to Oklahoma. They lost two in a row to Oklahoma City. Uh, they lost the back-to-back games, which is never good. Total's gone under in six of the last uh, six. So uh, let's see. we got Mavs minus four and a big total of 231. 231. It's big because when you give up 120 points a game, you know, you seem to uh, have high totals. Uh, so Dallas, you know, they beat them early in the season. Luca with a triple double that game. They, him and uh, Chris Stop, they got about fifty points. So yeah, we got the we got the, the young kids show here in Dallas off the big win. I'm liking, uh, you know, this line. It's at four. I see it coming down right now to three and a half. I'm 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 taking New Orleans. I get it. It's an ugly dog. They're 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 a bad team. They're not playing well at all. I mean, come on, they're you're just getting. Usually, you know, it's home and home things. You, you usually split out in that scenario. These guys are just getting blitzed all over the place. Again, um, you know, Dallas is 13 and 6. The hype's all over the kid. You know, Luca, are we talking MVPs? Great. All of his stats are, you know, like the Greek freak level off the charts. But I'm taking New Orleans. Why? This is a low line considering how bad this New Orleans team is. I'm going to take the four. Shop around because, again, it's coming down a little bit. I'm going to grab the four early here with New Orleans. Let's go Pelicans. Let's get a W here. Come on. Let's go Pelicans. All right. Make some money Let's, on this come on, game. Get that it together here. Get it together. Everybody happy because we all love a little dosh, don't we? I think that's a big yes. Okay, uh, let's move on very quickly. Uh, Monday Night Football, uh, Vikings at Seattle. I know this is probably your game of the week on the site, but let's talk about it anyway. Uh, Vikings are eight and three. They're six and a half, six and five on the spread uh, against the spread. Seattle nine and two, six and five against the spread as well. The Vikings are coming off a bye week, and they are perfect on the road. Unfortunately for them, this uh, this one. Uh, no, they are on the road here, so they are perfect. The Seahawks are perfect on the road. The Seahawks are at home. Uh, and that's uh, probably wish they were on the road. Uh, <laughs> they have a 17 to nine win uh, against the Eagles uh, for uh, the last game out. Vikings won two in a row, uh, and they are six and seven against the spread. Can Kirk Cousins beat a quality opponent? 
That is really the question. I got Seahawks as two and a half point favorites, and I got some notes I'm having trouble reading, but I think the total's 49 and a half. I need new glasses. Help me buy some, Higgy. <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, we could, we could, we could definitely help that because we got a big game tonight with this uh, mini Seattle. I got a top, top 10 star in this game tonight. But there's a lot of, you got a lot of conflicting things going on here. You have, you know, minis off the buy. They're going to be ready. Uh, historically, they've held Russell Wilson in check. But on the flip side, they got some secondary woes. You know, a little banged up on the yeah. secondary. Not, you know, Xavier Rhodes has been banged up. But then on the flip side, we got Seattle at home. You know, they could have lost to the Bengals. They should have lost to the Rams. They did lose to the Saints. They lost to the Ravens. They needed overtime to beat Tampa Bay. So this is not your Seattle 12th man all day, you know, stadium. But, again, we're back to Minnesota. You know, Theline is going to be playing. He's out. You got Cousins, who's got one good win, and it was over Dallas on the road. You know, and Dallas is – it is what it is with Jason Garrett. You never know. That Talk about a crapshoot, that team. So who's showing up? Is it, you know, Russell Wilson who lights it up? That guy has owned primetime football games during his career against Cousins, who's done nothing. But they're off the bye, and then you got Seattle coming back off, you know, a ugly win there that they had. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky spot here. I'm not going to throw out, because, again, I got a big side play on this game. But total-wise, I like the under. I like the under. I don't think it's going to be the heroics where we see Russell just turning uh, water into wine and putting up like a 34 spot here and the rabbit out of the hat type game. I think it's going to be a little more low scoring than that. So I'm going to go with the under and the total Monday Night Football. And if you want the top side play, well, use the promo code, baby. Use that turkey, 15% off, and uh, start the month off good. It's December to remember. Let's go. We got bowl games coming up, NFL playoffs right around the corner. Yeah. Goes fast. Don't pass St. Nick. Don't be a turkey. Gobble, gobble, gobble up all those expert picks. Today's the last day. And our very own Higgy Smalls, Sean Higgs, is up there for your selection. Recommend him highly. Uh, On top of which, I I understand the guy is in possession of some quality Oreo cheesecake. And that makes it all. Yeah, the Oreo cheesecake is insane. Oh, you know, you're just teasing me. Stop it. Stop it, Higgy. Cut it out. And All right, folks. And, uh, <laughs> and I had, and the bad thing is, Nick, I threw half of it out because I had to start a diet. It's a new month. I got, I got to lose the weight. The Oreo cheesecake was killing me. I had to get rid of it. I couldn't even you save it. You threw the like, Oreo cheesecake away. Okay, me, that yeah. is a crime. That is probably. Well, I'm going to have to speak to El Huapo here uh, and see if we're going to even keep you on the show after that one. All right, boy. <laughs> All right, Sean. Thanks so much. All right, folks. Just a reminder: go to the website picksandparlays.net. Use promo code Turkey. You can pick up 15% off any of our expert picks and packages on the site right now. And of course, loads of free picks. And if you missed any of the free picks we're giving out on this show, just stay tuned because when we come back, we'll recap them all. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays. Hope you've enjoyed the show. We've been giving out lots of free picks. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. I promise I've cleaned my glasses, so I'm able to read things a little bit better because we're going to recap all the picks we gave out on the show today. Uh, let's start, shall we? Uh, we started with our Monday night, uh, excuse me, with our college football and NFL opening line reports with Craig. But then we moved right along to Joe Duffman. Duffy, uh, we did two college football and a college basketball game. The college football picks, Utah versus Oregon. Uh, take Oregon plus six and a half. Baylor versus Oklahoma. Take Baylor plus nine. And then the college basketball pick was Michigan at Louisville's take Louisville minus five and a half. Then we had Duffman. Pardon me. Then we had Higgy Smalls, Sean Higgs, his NBA picks. Mavericks at Pelicans. Take the Pelicans plus four. Lakers at New Jay. 
take the Lakers plus two. Blazers at Clippers take the Clippers minus eight and a half. And his Monday night football pick. Are you ready? Get it at picksandparlays.net. Use promo code TURKEY and get 15% off. You can find out what his pick was right there, although he did recommend taking the under on this game. All right, that's about going to wrap up the show. few reminders, few programming notes. First of all, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. We're right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also on the American Forces Network. We're streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And immediately following this show, it will be available. This show will be available on the BLEAV, the Believe Podcast Network. You can get our podcast and all the picks right there. You can also go to our website, picksandparlays.net. We have a ton of quality free picks for you. And when you're ready to really hit the ground running with some of the best sporting intelligence in the business, uh, go pick up our expert picks. And again, the last day is today for our Thanksgiving special. Use promo code TURKEY, as in gobble gobble, for 15% off anything you put in your shopping cart. Once again, you can find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. And we will be back with you tomorrow. Same place, same channel, same social media, but loads more free picks. Until then, may your bets be good and always bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.